T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Driving around town. Forget you. Forget, Forget you. All right, it's that time. Once a week, we come together in a spirit of harmony yes, to complain <laughs> about things that make us mad. Everyone mm. is welcome. This is uh, this is a non-denominational, non, non. There are no borders drawn. Whatever you're mad about, call in and let us know. Just say the it. Phone lines. The phone lines are packed. Don't get yourself in trouble though, like JP about to do. I always do. Um. I do need to start here. My guy Matt on Twitter says, if T.O. makes a comeback, then Mullins has to bring back the fast food pinata. How do you feel about that, Mullins? I mean, neither are going to happen. So, <laughs> All right. Um, I, have my complaints. I am hoping T.O. comes back. Me too. <laughs> I, I have my complaints. The phone lines are packed, so I just want to start with them. Let's start with Jamal in Northeast. What's up, Jamal? What's going on, fellas? B. Mitch, what's happening, man? What's up, brother? What's that much? See, this right here sounds like the original thing we used to do back in the day with the S talk, but I know we switched it up a little bit. So, you know, I'm going to let y'all show you how I used to get down, man. We're going to throw my frustration at this franchise that I root for, the Commanders, man, because all this whole offseason, they looked at us with a straight face and told us, us bringing Carson Wentz in here was going to give us the best chance to win. Spent $30 million on them instead of using that money to go get, maybe, I don't know, keep Brandon Sheriff and keep, a, you know, go get some other quality offensive linemen because the two most important positions in football, I think we all can agree, is the old line and the quarterback, and we suck at both. How we've gotten the seven wins is downright amazing, but we've managed to do it. But this franchise looked at us with a straight face and told us that that guy was the guy. And we see how that went out, and now he's coming back out here, and we're going up against possibly the greatest, the best defensive pass rusher in football this weekend in Miles Garrett. And let's see how that turns out for a guy who just stands there and gets hit all damn day. So this has been very frustrating. I hope that this offseason they actually do something. And- oh, what? <laughs> that was hysterical. Um <laughs> Miles Garrett, that I'm not sure we're paying enough attention to, he has 13 and a half sacks this year. Um, he's already been voted to the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. He's a monster, man. And he hey, are you aware of this? The last two weeks, the NFC Defensive Player of the Week has been a defensive end facing the Commanders. <laughs> uh, I, I I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised. I'm just saying, Thibodeau two weeks ago, and then Bosa last week. 
And I would absolutely put Miles Garrett in that class, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. I'm and I'm absolutely not surprised at that. I'm serious. Um, Garrett has three and a half sacks in his last three games. Ooh. So buckle, buckle that chin strap. All right, let's keep it going here. Let's go to Jerry is in Manassas. Jerry, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, fellas? How are y'all today? Be good, Jerry. We're good, good buddy. Hey, so look, my belief view is uh, going out of the NFC East. It's uh, I'm I'm headed to the Raiders. That that's my squad. And the the fact Josh McDaniels is who that belief view is for. Bench my man Carr. The play calling, the the issues on that team are, are not cars' fault. They are one hundred percent, without a doubt, Josh McDaniels. It's the same thing when he was in Denver, and them thinking that they're gonna bring Stadham in here to play and actually do something when Bill Belichick didn't even want nothing to do with him for three years and traded him away and got him out of there just the way he did Josh McDaniels. So bleep you, Josh McDaniels, and hopefully your butt is gone next year. Appreciate Thank you, guys. you for the call, Jerry. All right, man. Josh McDaniels has a little bit of Adam Gase to him that he just keeps getting jobs because he was once the OC for Tom Brady. Uh-huh. You think, uh, like, Adam Gase was was at the helm of the offense that set every NFL record when it was Peyton Manning going back to Denver. You think it was Adam Gase or Peyton Manning? Uh, let me see. One guy going to the Hall of Fame, I know. Right. Uh, it, so it, he's already name, in it with a big old bust. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Peyton Manning. In that vein, do you think it was Tom Brady or Josh McDaniels? Uh, it wasn't Josh because Josh, you know, Josh did a lot of crazy stuff in Denver. All right, Pete. This one is, uh, I think, I think, going to speak to your heart. Tim in St. Mary's is on the line for a bleep you Thursday. What up, Tim? Hey, what's going on, everybody? We're good. How man. y'all make it out? Good, good. We're good, buddy. Awesome, awesome. Yo, B. Mitch, I've been listening to you all year long. I've been listening to all you guys. You know. Spend all these hours with you guys, four hours a day, on the roads with you guys. And I appreciate what you guys appreciate do. It. But one consistent that I've heard from B. Mitch, and nobody's brought it up on the show yet, and i got to ask Landfill before I say it. Landfill, you sitting down? Always. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Bleed you to Dax Mill. I don't care that you can touch the ball. I don't care about the ball security as much as I care about if you can shake and bake, if you can zig, and I know my boy knows about zagging, J.P. Finley, the master of the zag, send somebody else out there because I'm tired of seeing either a fair catch or two yards of you running in the back of somebody that's normally your own teammate and then getting taken down. That's all I got to say, y'all. Y'all have a good go, holiday. Man. I appreciate y'all. Way to go, man. Good call. Great call. Great call, Tim. Thank <laughs> you, buddy. Happy holidays. Um, 800-636-1067 is the phone number if you want to get in on Bleep You Thursday. We, we got a lot of people that have a lot of anger. Um, let's go to Paul is in D.C. on Bleep You Thursday. What's up, Paul? Hey, what's up? Bleep You to Ron Rivera, man. How you treat a Tallahannockie like a bad chick that you ain't want no more? He put you in when you was down, put you in the house, fed you, got you your degree and all that good stuff, put you in the playoff mix, and then you're going to dump it for the supermodel, man. Bleep you, Robert. Hey, hey B-Mix, I got to ask you a question, man. What and up? this real talk, man. Ain't to put nothing in the mix, but I just got to wonder. Carson Wentz didn't know the playbook in the beginning of the year, but he was one of the first free agents picked up 
with the, all the OTAs, with the training camp, been in the league for like four, five years, and he didn't know the playbook, but they started him, and now they're trying to say, oh, yeah, we're going to put him back in because he know the playbook. Do you think Geno Smith would still be a quarterback if he didn't know the playbook, or would he just say, well, he's incapable of running the playbook? Oh, yeah. They probably would have got rid of him, but I, I listen, if he didn't know the playbook then, he don't know it now because he hadn't been playing to get it, to get to know it. I think he knew the playbook. He just wasn't operating properly. My dude's connection was so bad, but the anger and 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 level of emotion in his voice, I just wanted to hear him talk anyway. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That that was that was serious. Serious. Um, all right, 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. Looking at the rest of the show, this is probably the only time we're gonna be able to take calls. I'm just being honest with you. Um, Jay Flowers is in Richmond. Jay, what up, man? Man, I'm hot, man. I'm, I'm tired of uh, – I got three bleep views, man. One is for Trey Turner, other John Bobson, and your boy Dak Mill, man. Um, <laughs> these guys will not freaking help us to win Sunday. They're going to hurt us. We know that. Um, then I had the audacity to watch them last week on uh, – I think it was kick return. They were switching Gibson. I think Danny Johnson, they made some adjustments there. But you need to make the adjustment on the punt return, man. Who, who, I don't know the special team coach, man, but uh, look, I need to see that guy. Because I can't get me B. Mitch to go up there and uh, – handle that business for me, so yeah, bleep you, man. <laughs> Thank you for the call, man. It's, Appreciate you. It's funny. Every day I get Jay from uh, Richmond. So Jay Flowers just hit me. I got a buddy named Jay Flowers up here. He just oh, he fun. just started teed off somewhere playing golf, and then Jay hits us right there. I, I kept saying, hold on now. But it's not the same person, but it's just kind of weird that it just popped up soon as he started talking. For the same <laughs> names, too. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Um, I think we've seen enough with Trey Turner – that when he is healthy, or at least mostly healthy, he's decent. He's given them some, some decent games. But when he is the slightest bis, bit injured, it's turnstile. Oh, I mean, is it? It's big, big trouble. And if he's injured now, you know, I, I think they Cosby for a little bit in the last game. The other thing, the kick returns, they've turned that over to Antonio Gibson, but Gibson is hurt his foot he got banged up last got, week for some reason something was going right, on now, with him his foot and his knee are now on the injury report um mispractice yesterday so that's another thing to keep in mind is you're probably looking at danny johnson as your kick returner if i had to guess because if gibson can play which i'm not even sure he can i doubt they're going to let him get whacked on kick returns because they want to have him as a running back mm-hmm. b i don't know if you heard this or what but I, um, I was talking with Brian Robinson yesterday in the locker room. And obviously the bulk of the conversation was about, you know, Wentz and Heineke and all that. But I asked him just like, you know, how are you feeling? And he's like, man, he, he was honest. He was like, he's like, man, I just got 20 carries against one of the most physical defenses in the NFL. It's week 17. He's like, I'm, I'm feeling a, a certain kind of way, mm-hmm. which, which is totally understandable and 100%. fair. 100%. But you'd like to have Gibson if your if your RB one is kind of beat up. Yeah, you want to have him there. But I think uh, what's it Williams? Williams is going to have to be ready as Jonathan well. Williams. See, last yeah. week, I don't care what what I, what I, what the uh, report was. I watched Gibson get up and grab his leg. Okay, and right. then I saw Williams in the game just like a few weeks prior, and they said right. nothing was wrong with Gibson. Then all of a sudden, he ends up on the injury report. Uh, I saw Brian have a little something like a – I don't know if he was just tired or what, but he didn't look like he was right. And then we started seeing Williams a lot. They have to understand that there are eyes watching this game that, that are not virgin eyes. 
Okay, yeah. I've seen there are smart people. Watching. I've seen enough football to know when you bring somebody in. When they took Gibson off a kick return, something happened. And when he well he when he ran in and he got tackled like on the ten. Remember that? Yep. That's when I knew he wasn't right because he was. We saw him run every other time. He he's covering ground. He he, he looked like a turtle. When he was doing that last little kick return before they put Dak Drill in. And that's the last dude. All he's doing is looking for somewhere to sit down. Yeah, I, I think they're dealing with injuries kind of all over the place, honestly, dude. Um, or, like, just guys that are nicked up. I, I think Robinson, you know, seeing him after the game in San Fran looked like he had maybe a contusion or something. Maybe it's just a big old bruise. And these are tough, tough young men. But lots to watch, man. Let's, man you, uh, but you got to – that it's a that's an off season story. We'll have to, we'll we'll discuss that. Uh, how everybody banged up because a lot of other teams are banged up too, and they show moving around very fast. For sure. Um, let's keep the phone lines going, man. It's lit up here. My guy Corey is in Capitol Heights. What's up, Corey? Hey, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing? We good, man. How you doing? Uh, I'm good. Uh, so I just wanted to give a, a, a quick uh, bleep view. Uh, it's a little backstory. I, I work for a delivery company. I won't say which company. But we all know a uh, Christmas season it gets hectic, death rates are high. So I had two t- two teenagers run up on my truck while I was away from it and steal about well, 15 packages from me. So I just wanted to get – I mean, a bleep you goes out to them, but a bleep you also goes out to the manager who accused me of conspiring with these little kids, basically, to steal stuff off of my truck, which makes no sense. And now I'm going through this whole thing with me trying – they want me to pay – for missing packages and all that other stuff, and I'm just not going for it, man. So bleep you to them, bleep you to the manager, and bleep everybody. Hi, bro. Bleep everybody. I'm sorry, Corey, man. That sucks. Yeah, that's... Um, dude. So you know they did, say did they crime... not pay attention to the news. That's something that's happening right. very much now. So B, it's happening in my neighborhood. People <laughs> are, are stealing st- stealing stuff off work trucks, man. Work trucks. Like, and, I mean, they, they try a lot of stuff. That's why I listen, man. I lock every door all the time. I don't leave nothing open. I lock. Listen, if the car in the garage, lock that on me. That's where I am. You know, I lock. People, I hear people all the time. Oh, I don't lock my front door. I don't lock my car. I'm like, okay, well, you just telling somebody to take stuff. And then they hit me with this. Well, they know they shouldn't do it. Yeah, they probably shouldn't. But guess what? They do. They are. Yeah. Right. And but but then like these companies, come on now. You know this is the time of year where people. Not just this time of the year. Since COVID, a lot of people are desperate, and they're doing a lot. So how about you come up with a different thing? Lock, have a thing where you can lock the door. When you go, when a guy takes a package in, he can lock everything outside. Well, and dude, these guys are under so much pressure Hell in yeah. that delivery world to, like, get, you know, 100 deliveries an hour, whatever it is. I just know I, – I watched this documentary on, like, Amazon delivery guys and just how hard it is. Like, they have to, like – you know, go to the bathroom in the truck because they can't waste the time to go into a place. So I feel bad for Corey. F those guys, man. Um, bleep them. Ste- bleep them, JB. Bleep, bleep them. Yeah, bleep them. Bleep them. Bleep them. Bleep bleep Steve is mad at Jerry Jones, I believe. What up, Steve? Hi, Steve. Hey, guys. How you doing? I'm good, man. How you doing? Hey, B. Happy, happy, happy New Year to you, both of you guys. Thank you, man. You too, yeah, buddy. I think the thing with Jerry Jones is a hoax. No question about it. But he's the excellent marketer. My God, man. But <laughs> You know, the other thing is, B, I just want to say this, right? You, you've been telling our franchise and our people and our listeners for the last, what, seven to ten years, why can't we draft a quarterback and groom him here? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like Joe Burrow and these guys, 
These are football people making football decisions. In the last two years, we have paid $40 million for two quarterbacks and got absolutely no production. Fitzpatrick, and I understand he got hurt, and Carson Wentz. $40 million, and we mad at Taylor Heineke, mm. and we still in it. He makes $2.5 million a year, which is a lot of money to the average person. But that's chump change in the NFL. Yeah. To a quarterback position. And we that's mad a- at Taylor Heineke, and we paid $40 million for two quarterbacks in two years and didn't get no production. Yeah, he, None. He's played better than both of them together. Exactly. Undeniably, but he's played better point, than Fitzpatrick. $2.5 million. And the only thing I want to say this, B, Taylor Heineke just made himself another $30, $35 million. We cannot bring him not here. But as a backup, he can play for another 10 years and make $30, $35, $40 million. Teddy Bridgewater made $7, 8000000 million as a backup when he was backing up Drew Brees. So, I mean, he, he's put himself out there. His tape is out there. He can stay in the league. He don't have to go back to Old Dominion to the math class. <laughs> yeah, thank you right, for the call, Stan. Yeah, Great call, New man. Year, man. Hey, man you too, Happy brother. New Year, dude. What he was trying uh, to, what he was trying to figure out by taking the math classes. Right now, I think he could do that himself. Right, he figured the, it out. <laughs> the math has gotten much easier now. You know, but the thing, uh, what I was saying earlier about him coming back here. See, the problem is just you got to understand that he, like when uh, we were talking with our Phillips earlier, he's he could be a great backup all around. But when he's here, he brings an extra level of stress to the coaches, and we know how the fans are going to go with it. That's why I say, you know, this, it's time for the move on from all that. You need to have you you get a quarterback in that you can go with to where and but in, in DC I know they're gonna be pulling for him, but if Taylor's there, they pulling for him ten times harder. For the well, backup, and who, know, who knows what else happens with ownership? Right? Yeah, true. Um, all right, I'm gonna let's, David and Manassas bleep you Thursday. Got to go quick, Dave. What you got? All right, I'll, what's up, fellas? I'll go quick. Good to talk to you. Hey, I uh, was was gonna say bleep you to uh, Dax Milne for doing what we were taught in high school not to do and fair catching on the six yard line. <laughs> but I'm gonna shift directions and just say, F, well, bleep you to the dude, the clown that scammed me and my wife out of Wizards tickets a couple weeks ago. He knows who he is. Thanks, guys. All right, man. Thank you, Dave. Bleep you to that guy. Yeah. We're going to let our guy Charlie close us out. Charlie, got to go quick, man. It's Bleep You Thursday. I'm quick. Hey, guys. Bleep you, Sabah, for not knowing football and being such a lover of Taylor Haneke. Knowing football. Bleep you to Washington's coach. <laughs> Bleep you for Washington's coaching staff for giving away the second giant game. Thanks, guys. All right, man. Appreciate Thank you, Charlie. <laughs> Another rousing edition of Bleep You Thursday in the books coming up next chase hughes will join us before we run though i gotta tell you b i need some hvac help because my back porch is about to be an entirely new part of my house paul henry and his crew his son daniel came out to the house they have completely changed it man i got beautiful windows throughout my porch they built me a little wall it it, they changed my house i can't advocate for these guys enough and they show up early, they get the job done ahead of schedule, the prices are fair, you're working with a family-owned business, and that makes a big difference out there. If you call Paul this month, you get 100 bucks off windows with a five-window minimum and 500 bucks off doors. Well, I'm going to tell you like this. You know what? You heard me talk so much about Paul and how he's come to my house. He's done all the windows. He's done doors. He's done a lot of great things in my house. But I'm going to talk about how he also brings friendships closer together. JP and I, JP always asked me to come to his house. He'd be sitting in that back room and it was cold as hell. And I would say, I- I'm going to try and come. And I never went. 
Well, now, Paul, you're going to be bringing these two people together. I'll be at JP House a lot more. I know these guys, I'm heating that room back there. I can sit back there with him, sip on some bourbon, watch some uh, football, and that's what he does. He comes in, he stops the, from, we have those little drafty rooms in your house. Paul puts new windows, new doors, and new, new things differently for you. You won't have any of that. You can now have your friends over and they'll be comfortable instead of sitting outside with the winter coat on. So you can give Paul a call right now to receive 10% off windows with a five-window minimum and up to 10% off doors. Contact Paul Henry's Windows Installation today. That's paulhenryswindows.com. Your clear home improvement choice. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What song is this, Landfill? Like one of those cheesy 70s, 80s bands? Uh, Making Love Out of Nothing at All by Air Supply. One of the best songs ever recorded. Making Love Out of Nothing at All. Hmm. What exactly does that mean? I don't have a clue. Does that mean it's a, it's a single you, human you, operation? You met somebody that you couldn't really stand. Y'all didn't like each other, and y'all found some love somewhere along the line. I guess that's what it means. I think it means it's time to find a yacht and start hanging out on it. <laughs> Beamage, of the three of us, I think you're the most yacht capable. Um, how do you feel about getting a yacht? Uh, too much money. All right, well, Landfill, you're up on yacht then. Sorry, buddy, I asked B to do it. That's all right. As long as we can listen to Air Supply, it'll be worth it. <laughs> all right, right now, let's get to the BetQL guest line. Welcome in our guy, Mr. Chase Hughes, covers the Wizards for NBC Sports Washington. Uh, the Wiz are hot, man. They've won a few in a row. They're playing good basketball. Chase, what do you say about this little resurgence for the Wiz? And they certainly needed it. <laughs> First of all, it's great to be on with you guys. Uh, they absolutely did need it. Um, the Wizards recently lost 10 straight games, which was the worst stretch they've had in a decade. And, you know, 10 years ago, their priorities were very different. It was toward the end of their rebuild. Uh, they had just drafted Bradley Beal. So it was definitely not by design this time around. But uh, they're winning now, and it coincides with them getting healthy. They've had a lot of injuries this year, and I think the timing of the injuries right when they were playing really difficult opponents and going on the road, it was really a confluence of of adversity that they had to navigate through. And they get all their players back. And, of course, 
in that first game that they're healthy for the first time the entire season. Bradley Beal goes down with a hamstring injury. Yeah. But they have a lot more depth than they've had all year. And you're seeing, I think, particularly with their bench because they've been dominating at bench scoring the last few games. And it's given them a lift uh, that they just haven't seen very often this season. Well, no matter what coach comes in, JP and I have heard it, they're going to play better defense. And they say it all the time. Well, I've, actually, they've been doing it the last few games. Can they keep this going? Yeah, it's been interesting to evaluate their defense all year because they've got some good defensive pieces. Like, Christoph Sporzingis has been one of the best rim protectors in the league. And Daniel Gafford, if he's your second center, your second rim protector, that's really good. Kyle Kuzma, Denny Avdia, they've been putting up good defensive numbers. Even some of the guys like Corey Kispert and Rui Hachimura have had some solid defensive numbers. If you look at, like, the field goal percentage they've uh, held opponents to. But I think... Recently, it's been the return of DeLon Wright. Uh, he's their backup oh, yeah. point guard. It's not often you see a backup point guard be this valuable to a team, but he's just so good defensively on the perimeter at 6'5". He's so disruptive in passing lanes. So he makes a major difference. And I think when he's out there, it really completes their defense and helps all those pieces tie together. So can I ask maybe an elephant in the room question? Um, sure. They've, they've won four of the last five and three in a row. Is has Beal played in any of those? <laughs> yes, he's he's uh, he was there when it, it began. He's been out for the he was he was out last night. He got hurt the night before uh, in the second half. So he's been he's been in there for about half of it. Um, so it's not one of those situations where he got hurt and all of a sudden they went on a winning streak. It's not like that. Um, Bradley okay. Beal, I think, would fit in nicely to what they're doing right now. You know, when you have Delon Wright and you can put him out there with Delon Wright. I think Wright's like the perfect complement next to Bradley Beal because he's taller, so he makes up for Beal being a little bit undersized at the two, and he can also stretch the floor, and he can def- you know take on the tougher defensive assignments in the backcourt. So I don't think having Beal out there would be a net negative for them right now at all. And I, I mean, you look at it like this: Brad is out, and they got a lot of guys getting a lot of playing time, a lot of experience at this point. If they get on a stretch and Brad comes back, that can be a big plus because I always look at the Caps like that when I see. Other people scoring, and then all of a sudden, Ovi didn't. Like they had four nothing the other night. Then you get other guys getting that little experience down the stretch. It becomes even better for you. Can that work with the Wiz? Absolutely. I think you you saw that in the first game of this little winning streak that they've had uh, when they beat the Suns. They were down for the majority of the game, and then Bradleyville just kind of took over in the fourth quarter, where he just started driving to the rim. And I think that really helped change the mindset of this team. And we've seen it kind of carry over since they've been more aggressive offensively, and they've just kind of had this uh, mantra where they want other teams to adjust to them rather than them adjust to other teams. And that's been partly why they've played Daniel Gafford and Christoph Porzingis in the starting lineup at the same time. Um, that We hadn't seen that very often this year uh, until just a few weeks ago, and now we're seeing it in the starting lineup, and you know they're playing really well. So uh, I think if Bradley Bill comes back and they can keep this up, uh, the big thing to look forward to will be the trade deadline, which is in February, because we're all trying to evaluate, okay, what are their priorities going to be? And when they were losing 10 straight, it's like, okay, well, are they going to become sellers? Are they going to be forced to sell off some pieces? But if they can keep this up, I think you could certainly turn them into buyers and have them looking towards the postseason potentially. So talking with our friend Chase Hughes from NBC Sports Washington here, uh, covers the Wizards, does a great job doing it. Um, it's interesting you kind of bring up the big picture. Uh, you can follow Chase at Chase Hughes NBCS. Like, they've won, three out, they've won four out of five, three in a row. 
they're still 15 and 21. Like, they're still in 12th place. They're, even with the extended playoff look with the play-in game, they're still on the outside. Now, granted, there's a ton of basketball left. But is what's, like, the ceiling for the I, – I can't imagine they'd be buyers. Buyers for what? Well, there's no question they uh, dug themselves quite the hole. Losing 10 straight games, that's, that's going to take a lot of time to mm-hmm. overcome yeah. just to get back to 500. Uh, I mean, you're absolutely right. But um, I think they like what their team looks like when it's fully healthy. I think they're about a 500 team or a little bit above 500. What I think they should probably be pretty concerned about moving forward is, okay, well, what happens when the injuries occur again? Because we saw them get healthy for one game, and then Bradley Beal goes down, and now right now they're only missing one player, but injuries are inevitable. And if you compare their injuries to the rest of the league, it's been pretty average over the course of the season. So I think they need to find a way to maybe not necessarily raise their ceiling in the short term, but maybe raise their floor so that you know if they are missing three or four guys, then the bottom doesn't fall out. So maybe that's something that they can look at you know, going up against the trade deadline. Maybe not be major buyers, but you know, maybe add some shooting or, or add – a, a little bit more defense to try to create a little bit more stability because I, I think it's inevitable that they're going to go through another stretch this year where three or four guys are missing and they're going to have to do a better job of compensating for those losses next time around. If they, I mean, if, if now I know that kind of philosophically the idea is you just got to get into the playoffs and then anything can happen. And, and I like that idea. I, I think especially in like baseball and hockey, that tends to work. Um, and, and we are seeing more and more in the NBA that, like, it's not just the superstar dominant teams that are getting deep into the playoffs. Like, typically to win it all, you need one of the best five players in the, in the league. But, like, you know, that Celtics team is good, but they played really good team defense. Like, that was a, a big hallmark of theirs. But, like, for, for this Wiz team to become a real contender, and let's just say that's contending for the Eastern Conference, contending to the second round of the playoffs. How do they get there? Like, what is that path? Well, I think they see this season as like, okay, let's take one step forward and get into the postseason, get in the playoffs, and then going into the offseason, hopefully level up with a trade or a free agent acquisition. And that's one way they could do it. Um, but, you know, the, the more that you kind of see the landscape of the league changing with how much, for instance, the Minnesota Timberwolves gave up to, to get Rudy Gobert and how much it's required to get some of these stars in a trade, um, you know, that's a, that's a difficult path to go down. I think the, the way that they're probably going to have to do it um, is, you know, by having some of their draft picks uh, turn out and, and become good players. And uh, they've, I think, made some solid draft picks the last few years, guys who are capable rotation players who could develop into starters, maybe something more. I think they're – all the guys they picked, I think even Johnny Davis, so all, I think all of them are going to have long and, and lucrative NBA careers, but they really need uh, one of those guys to really emerge. And, and you know, they've done a, a really good job in the trade market. They acquired Kyle Kuzma and Kristaps Porzingis in trades, and those guys have been you know, really important parts of, of what they do. And both guys are averaging you know, career highs in a lot of different categories. So, you know, maybe it is a trade that can help them level up, but I think I think it would really help them if they had one of their young players emerge to at least be a starter or maybe an above average starter over the course of you know maybe the next calendar year. And you know if you take a step forward this season, get into the playoffs, or the postseason, uh, either a trade or one of those young players emerging is what could elevate them from you know being a middle of the road team to something more than that. Well, they're playing against Orlando tomorrow night, and I think that's a game they should win. They could probably 
make this thing five out of six. My my buddy is a, a ticket holder for Orlando Magic, and he basically said that they suck. That was his words. Uh, what do you <laughs> What do you expect to see in that game? Well, the Magic have been uh, better than I, most people expected this year, but I'm wondering how many players are going to be missing because I don't know if you saw that big fight last night in Detroit between the Magic and the Pistons. Uh, Mo Wagner got punched in the back of the head by Killian Hayes, and uh, based on the video, it looked like he was knocked out cold. Some people are wondering if that is actually what occurred, but basically it was a big melee between both teams. So wow. the Magic, I mean, they could be missing three or four players, uh, but they recently went on a big winning streak. Yeah, because the suspensions. Um, they, they recently went on a big winning streak. They won six or seven in a row. I mean, Paolo Boncaro, the number one pick, has been really good. Franz Wagner uh, picked the year before. He's been excellent. So they're, they're a tough young team when they've got everyone available, but I don't think they're going to have everyone available tomorrow night. Hold on. I just pulled this fight up. I missed this last night. How are the ma- how are the Magic going to get dudes suspended? Like the kid that stuck Wagner in the back of the head, he's got to get suspended, right? Yeah, but Wagner kind of pushed Hayes. Uh, yeah, people said that was yeah. a dirty play. That's that's what caused the retaliation. And, you know, you can't leave the bench. And, and I, I, you'd have to look at the video a little bit closer. But, you know, it doesn't take much to get suspended. Or Yeah, I guess none of these NBA people in their front office ever uh, ever been in any type of melee or any fight. Where you don't just let your friends get their tails whipped. Yeah, he well, pushed them for sure. Of an event. But It's all because of the malice at the palace that happened in the same building, of course, way back when. Hmm. But, you know, Wagner definitely pushed him. But the the kid, number two, or seven, I guess, Killian, sells the push a little heavy, and then he sticks him in the back. Like, you can't allow that. Right. Yeah, I don't think Killian Hayes is going to be playing in the next Pistons game. <laughs> no. I, and if you want to suspend Wagner, fine. But he should get, like, a game. The other guy, you can't punch a dude in the Wagner. back of the head. Right. Wow. All right. That was uh, – that was fun. I didn't miss that last night. Um, Chase, <laughs> thank you for the time, dude. I always appreciate it, man. All right, Chase. Absolutely, guys. Happy holidays. Be cool, brother. Ha- Happy New Year, buddy. That's our guy, Chase Hughes. Coming up at 1 o'clock, we're going to talk Commanders Browns from the Cleveland side. Don't go anywhere. Uh, something yeah, interesting and something like, important. Yeah, Ready for both of them, B? I want all of them. Kevin Warren is the commissioner of the Big Ten. He previously worked in the Vikings and the Lions front offices, I want to say, before he got the Big Ten commissioner job. Mm-hmm. Um, Warren was somewhat polarizing as like the ACC and the SEC and the Big 12 decided to push forward with football. Uh, the Big Ten kind of pre- acted like they weren't going to, and then I think under just immense pressure from Michigan and Ohio State, they, they ended up playing football that year. Um, but since that kind of beginning of his commissionership, he just he just got a monster television deal done for the Big Ten where everybody's getting rich. Um, it looks like Kevin Warren is at least a front runner. I don't know if he'll get it, but Kevin Warren could be going back to the Chicago Bears as the president and CEO of the Bears. Mm. I'm, I'm going to plant a flag here. I'm going to put a little idea in your head. I, I believe Roger Goodell just signed a new long-term deal. I don't know how long his deals are, four years, maybe five. I think you'll hear Kevin Warren's name on Park Avenue if, when, Roger decides to hang it up. Hmm. I don't just know. Planting, planting that flag. We'll see. Okay. A lot of, lot, lot, lot of time between now and then. How much but, the NFL experience he has right now? 
a lot. I mean, the, the, the majority of his career has been in the NFL. And then he did probably three-ish years in in college. And I think perhaps most importantly from his college times that he could show owners that he just got a boatload of cash from the networks and that he divided it up to multiple networks, which is what the NFL believes in doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, dude, that's just a little hunch of mine, just, okay. just putting it out there. Now, perhaps in more important news, are you aware who is starting at quarterback tonight for the Tennessee Titans against the Dallas Cowboys? Is it a kid from Liberty? Malik Willis? Mm-hmm. No, it is not Malik Willis. Why not? They're starting Josh Dobbs, who's the third. I don't stringer. recall. I don't recall Willis getting hurt or nothing like that. Uh, so if he's not, this is a this is the tank situation right here. So here's the thing for the Titans, man: is tonight's game, and I don't really understand how this is possible, but the Titans game tonight means nothing. The entire AFC South will come down to Titans-Jaguars in Week 18. Are they making sure both of their quarterbacks are healthy for Week 18? I guess, man. Um, I don't really know, but you're going to see Josh Dobbs, a quarterback for the the Titans tonight. Um, Tony Pollard for the Cowboys will also be inactive tonight. He's been fighting a... Uh, I think he's got like a contusion in his thigh. Oh. So who knows? We'll see. But I think both the this game tonight, you have two you have one team that's in the playoffs already. The Cowboys have clinched a playoff spot. Almost overwhelming odds are that they will be the five seed. Um technically I guess they could catch the Eagles for the one for the NFC's crown, but it's very, very unlikely. Um they may already even be all the way locked into the five seed. But, I mean, it's kind of crazy you're going to see this game, and it sure looks like both sides are uh, tanking. <laughs> at least tanking for the week. They, they, they're, pushing, they're pushing it off for another week where they have to focus on working the next week. That's what they're trying to do. What does that mean for the commanders who see the Cowboys next week? Uh-huh. I mean, doesn't speed, mean anything. If you're, if you're I, I don't know, but if you're giving Pollard the night off tonight, and then they kind of have that mini buy going into Week 18 anyway, because they'll get you know an extra three days off. But then I need to get to see him move around a little bit, so he may play against you in the last game. That's what I'm saying. You're not gonna, you're not gonna have a guy off two weeks going into the playoffs. Yeah. So I, I don't know that it has any direct impact, but whoever. You know, if you're convinced that they're not going to play anybody week 18 and they're already not playing people week 13, or week 17, rather, I don't know, man. Landfill, you had the the Cowboys were 12.5-point favorites. Is that right tonight? Uh, they were. I believe they're now 13.5. Damn. Because of the Titans going to Josh Dobbs at quarterback? That must be it. I mean, that's... I mean, talk about a dog of a game tonight. The total is 40-and-a-half, and and it looks like it's about to go to (laughs) 39-and-a-half. Where is it? Uh, I think it's in Tennessee. 
Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, I mean, that's a dog of a game that I also like, obviously the math people know what they're doing here, but how is it possible that Tennessee's game tonight is completely irrelevant to them getting in the playoffs? Like, isn't that another loss? If they lose, shouldn't that matter? Are they already in it or not? No, I think they're just trying to go for the division with the Jaguars and that's all they have. Yeah. And then they play them whatever, the last game of the season, and the winner of that. play each other next week, week 18. Yeah, the winner of that goes, uh, goes wins the division. But what I, I don't get is, okay, so the, the Jags and the Titans are both 7-8. and eight. Let's say the Jags win this weekend and the Titans lose this weekend. The Titans would be 7-9, and nine, the Jags would be 8-8. Eight and eight. So then whoever wins the following week would be 8-9 and nine and they'd have the head-to-head tiebreaker. Yeah. yeah. Like if did. the Jags win, they they get to 9 and 8. If the Titans win, they get to 8 and 9 but have the tiebreaker. Yeah, right? that's got to be it. Wacky. Wacky. It is. Wacky. Um all right, let's do this. When we come back, we're going to talk to Reggie Langhorn. Reggie played 7 years with the Browns, piled up a whole bunch of touchdowns, r- does a ton of media Pre- and post-game shows out in Cleveland going to give us a real look at what the Commanders are facing this weekend. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.